A former Green MP has been hitting the road to hear from New Zealand communities about what they would want from a new economy. Gareth Hughes is now the Aotearoa lead of an international organisation called Wellbeing Economy Alliance. And his listening tour invited people to share their stories and views of the economy and what change they'd like to see. Gareth Hughes is with us now to talk about some of those experiences. Hi, Gareth. Yeah, kia ora, Jesse. Can you tell me a bit about the uh, Wellbeing Economic Alliance first up? Yeah, so we're a global alliance uh, founded about four years ago. Some really leading international thinkers came together, people like Kate Rower from Donate Economics, Tim Jackson, Steady State Economics, who's going to be in New Zealand soon, Dr. Catherine Trebek, and they sort of realised there was all this good work happening internationally, but no one was connecting it and amplifying it. So that's where the alliance has formed. We've got hundreds of members, organisations, academics, economists, hubs in 15 states, and I've been uh, employed to set up the, the Aotearoa New Zealand Hub, which is a huge privilege because you know I've kind of spent 20 years as a change maker, 10 years in Parliament, worked with Greenpeace and conservation groups and a whole host of different things. And I sort of reflected most of my career I've been focused on the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. If we don't get those upstream systemic settings right, like the decisions the economy uh, delivers, yeah, we're going to keep seeing some of these negative outcomes. So it's been yeah, very much focused on designing an economic system which delivers well-being for people and planet. Tell me about the road trip. Well, originally I was going to do that typical old politician thing, right, which I was going to go around the country and I was going to talk about donut economics and exciting new frameworks and mouldy economics and degrowth economics. Then I got some great advice, which is just don't go talk to people, Gareth. Why don't you go actually listen to people? Because we only really ever hear uh, mostly about the economy through you know, bank economists or uh, the business pages of the newspaper. Ordinary people don't really often get a say to talk about what they'd like the economy to, to achieve, You know what their economic aspirations are. So, look, that was great advice. So I decided, well, I'll go around the country and listen to people what they're saying. So Tourism Holdings Limited lent me a camper van, which I've been driving around Aotearoa <laughs> the last four weeks. I've been convening these workshops, so inviting really diverse representative parts of the country. So, you know, business reps, union reps, faith, academic, uh, social advocacy, uh, disability, uh, iwi uh, and hapu, and just having these great conversations, which uh, it's amazing. People are surprised that they often aren't asked to think about the economy. But, you know, people are really interested, as boring as the topic sounds, people are really passionate about it. Yeah, you've been staying at campgrounds, and I should say that uh, mid-June is not really peak season for New Zealand campgrounds. No, I really should have timed this better, right? But um, <laughs> maybe that's why Tourism Holdings was able to give me a um, But it's been lovely, right? I mean, we've got such a beautiful country, so it's been a real privilege to drive around. And even if people look at you a bit strange when you say that you, you want to have a conversation about the economy, because it's you know, not your everyday sort of question you get asked, but people are really interested in it. And I think what's really struck me is that kind of everyone sort of knows that things do need to change. There's a kind of a sense that business as usual just kind of isn't really working anymore. You know, from an environmental perspective or a social perspective, things are sort of crumbling uh, so the, the main conversation I think where people are having is, well, what's next? You know, how can we actually uh, design a system that actually delivers these outcomes that people say that's what they want? And it sounds good, um, I'm going to listen instead of present, but I must admit, intuitively, I think I'm a bit old school, Gareth. I think, well, there are all these experts out there who have spent their lives thinking about the economy and how to fix it and what's going wrong with it. So, you know, how could 
some old timer sitting in his uh, camper van, referring to the people you're talking to, not to you. Um, how could he have anything to contribute to that sort of global think tank pool of knowledge? Well, we are all collectively economy. I mean, the original term economy is the Greek word oikos, which just means household. So, you know, we all are participating, uh, participating in it. We all have a stake in it. And, you know, I think a lot of economists themselves would say that, you know, they're not a science. Um, it's quite a narrow field. You know, it's um, often quite focused on, on numbers and graphs. It's a lot broader than that. One of my favourite economists, Harjun Chang from Cambridge University, says really most of economics is common sense and politics. And, you know, the way we share resources, the way we allocate things through taxes and budgets, you know, essentially are democratic decisions. And, you know, what I've heard from people is they feel really distant from the economy. They feel like it's something which is done to them rather than that they can participate in. So, look, we've been trying to empower people to have a sense of agency and to, to share their opinions. And we'll be sharing these stories with politicians at our conference in August at AUT. So politicians also get a sense that you know, people are really interested and they want to make sure the economy is delivering you know, what people say they want, which is you know, uh, good livable incomes, you know, a healthy, thriving environment, you know, communities thriving. Has your thinking changed after having some of these conversations? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm hearing really similar themes, which I guess maybe isn't surprising, but you know, a, a sense that things need to change, uh, uh, a sense that the old ways of sort of consulting people just aren't, aren't really working. You know, people really want to um, make sure that they're heard and, and listened. People know that when you ask them what the sort of the values of the economy are. Currently, under business as usual, you know, people sort of describe it as, you know, it feels kind of extractive, individualistic, you know, people are being left behind. There's a whole bunch of hurdles which people have to jump over in their lives. But what is, I think, maybe not surprising is when you ask people what they actually want to see, they want to see caring, community, you know, everyone doing well. Are you midway through or have you finished your tour now? Well, I've just dropped off my camper van today, so I'm looking forward to going back to a real bed. Uh, but I'll be doing a few more workshops um, in, in the far south uh, and on the east coast soon. So, yeah, it's still ongoing. I guess, if nothing else, you can say now that you've walked the walk, right? It's, it's one thing to talk on behalf of the people, uh, to talk about what the people out there need. But unless you've spent really genuine time listening to them and, and understanding what their lives are like, it's, it's kind of hard to speak with authority or, or credibility. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I would urge all politicians and decision makers to you know, really get out and talk to real people where they are instead of just you know, inviting them to come to, to where you're at. Um, it's inspiring. I mean, there's so much good work happening across Aotearoa. You know, I've been meeting businesses who are doing really well, um, community projects which are doing really well. Met a bunch in the Waikato where you're from yesterday. You know, huh. people are growing food and sharing it. People are regenerating the environment. You know, there's really good stuff. So it's important that we hear from ordinary people as well as the experts. Were you able to achieve as much change as you wanted to as a politician? No, I mean, if I'm honest, you know, um, I'm proud of what I did achieve. Um, you know, sometimes I pass a law or an amendment. But actually, I realised that for most of my career, I was, as I said before, you know, focused on the symptoms, you know, trying to debate what sort of ambulance would be at the bottom of the cliff. It's a conversation I think more and more people are having, and I've come to it a bit late in life. If we don't get these system settings right, you know, sometimes we might improve something or, you know, maybe we'll fix something. But often it feels a bit like a Band-Aid. So, 
that's why I'm really excited to be part of this global alliance, which is focused on economic systems design. Because really the economy you know, isn't a natural phenomena, it's not like the weather, it's a product of human design and it can be redesigned to get the outcomes we want. Where will change, where will positive change come from when it comes? Well, I think, well, you can see it in our communities all across Aotearoa at the moment. You know, all these groups doing amazing work, often in the smell of an oily rag. You know, we've seen amazing responses to, sadly, an increasing number of disasters. So we're seeing this, but I think there is a sense that maybe they're not being supported uh, as much by central government uh, entities as possible. So what I'm picking up is a strong desire that communities know themselves, they know what they need, they know their solutions, they just sort of need to be backed and given the resources to get on and do it. I'm seeing a lot of really innovative thinking happening in the Māori world, and there when you ask people, you know, what are the values of the economy, it's often kind of Western, undercurrent business as usual, very individualistic, you know, a uh, bit of a sort of nature red and tooth and claw but what people really want to see is a sense of manakitanga, uh, looking after the environment. And, you know, that's something the Productivity Commission, you know, uh, leading economic thinkers in New Zealand, picked up this week with the Fair Chance for All report, which said some of those Māori values through the what's called the Hiarawai Order framework, you know, would be a great guiding principle for all decision-making at central and local government. Outside of this work that you're doing for the Wellbeing Economy Alliance, you have been doing something pretty different. Can you tell us about Quarantine Island? Yeah, so um, once I left Parliament, I decided I, ne- I needed a bit of a change. Uh, the plan was to go sailing with my, my kids, um, who I'd really missed out big chunks of their life being a politician. But then all the borders shut down with COVID. So luckily we saw a job advert for a conservation island, ironically called uh, Quarantine Island, mm-hmm. which sounded like the best place to be in the middle of a global <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, we lived down there for a couple of years. We were the only people living on the island, a conservation island, so it was kind of nice to get my hands dirty and do some real on-the-ground work, and it was stunning, like, being able to drop my kids off at school in the boat every morning. Oh, where, where is it, sorry? Uh, in the middle of the Otago Harbour. Oh. So, um, used to be a quarantine station. Yeah, about 9,000 yeah. people ended up quarantining through there, you know, the turn of last century, um, and now just a stunning island that's actually regenerating. So it was nice to sort of, yeah, get out, uh, and have a, an amazing family experience and really contribute. You're off the island now, huh? And um, how can people follow your uh, sort of thinking and, and travels with the Wellbeing Economy Alliance? Yeah, well, people can just, you know, Google Wellbeing Economy Alliance Aotearoa. You can see, you know, what we're up to and some of the, the resources we've got both internationally and globally. You know, many of these problems like climate change or what's happening with the environment, we're only going to solve it by working together globally. So we're like a think tank and a do tank that works globally, but also really hyper-locally as well. So, yeah, please um, check us out and follow us on the social media platforms. And, you know, I genuinely believe this is one of the most important questions we've got to get right. How can we design economic systems to get the outcomes we want, which is things like a healthy environment, you know, people uh, thriving in great communities? Gareth Hughes, thanks for the work you're doing in this space and really nice to talk to you today. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, Jesse.